Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azizu back again, E Society Podcast Anchor Edition. This time we're here to talk a little Star Wars, our favorite of favorites. Love everything Star Wars, love everything about it. And today's a special day for Star Wars. It's the Blu-ray release of Solo. So we're excited to talk about that. We're excited to talk about Star Wars in general, the lightsaber battles. But before I go any further, the Force will be with him always. It's the Nez! Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. And yes, yes, uh, Solo, Star Wars story, was released today on Blu-ray. Uh, there's the two special editions that I know of is the Best Buy Steelbook exclusive and the Target book exclusive. Was there any more? Other? There's usually one at Walmart with something. Yeah. Was there one? But not this time. This time it's just the two. It's just the Target and the the Best Buy one. So it works out that you picked up the Best Buy one and I picked the Target one. Yeah, I mean, but these these fuckers are always getting us with the the 4K stuff. (laughs) Uh, I don't know why they can't just do two, but... Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it was a quick little story real quick. I went in there this morning, like maybe quarter to 11 by the time i got there you walk in there's the nice stand solo stand uh all our all our heroes on it and uh there's tons of uh regular blu-rays there's tons of uh the regular 4k editions and there's a empty slot with no steel books i was like fuck man i was like are they gone already i mean the way everybody hated this movie saying that it ruined uh Star Wars or whatever, and I was like, "Damn it, really?" I mean, I figured I didn't need to rush there because I thought there would be a whole bunch. And right. then, um, so I, I went to the back, looked around uh, at the regular stuff. There was nothing. They didn't even have any any regular ones in the uh, new release section. So I was like, "Damn it!" So I walked back to the front. And this is when I noticed that one guy kind of walking around doing the same thing I was doing, walking back and forth, looking around. And uh, he walked by the uh, solo stand again and started moving them. And then I just walked up to the dude. Right when you walk in Best Best Buy, there's someone always standing right there. I said, are you guys out of the the Steelbooks? And he looked over and he goes, "Uh, no. Because I got on my app, on the Best Buy app, and then it it says you guys still have them. And he was like, "Uh, hold on. And he kind of got on his little radio. And then I said, we have a gentleman up here who needs a uh, solo Steelbook. And then this guy came out from the back and, uh, and there was another, another dude walked over and goes, yeah, I want one too. And then he goes, well, grab two. And then this guy came back. He had a handful, I guess, to stick back more on the display. And then he just handed it SARS and, uh, I got out of there. It's pretty sweet. I mean, you guys know me. I love this steel books. Um, cool little picture on the front of the millennium Falcon, uh, with the little, uh, escape pod attached. And then on the back you have, uh, it's kind of like a, looks like a sunset type of deal, but. All four over here is there, Chewie, Han, Lando, and uh, what was uh, the the Mother of Dragons? What was her name? Kira. Yeah, they're all standing right there. But I I just bought it, and I, I went to work. I didn't uh, watch it yet. Um, got the Blu-ray. You got the 4K uh, disc in there, and then I got a bonus features disc. Um, I didn't really look at the picture on the inside, and uh, that's about it with uh, with that one. How was the Target one? Yeah, the Target one was cool. Um, I've, it's it's interesting how, uh, as we do, we've done the show and the Blu-rays have come out. How you get almost all the Best Buy Steelbook releases, and I end up with all these uh, Target the book editions. And yes, it's because my location has no Best Buy, so the only way I could get them is to order online, which I could, I could do. Um, I was tempted to do that one time, but I did. Now I'm like man i'm getting all these books i'm just looking at the shelf right now i have the last jedi one the rogue one uh solo and then of course for uh the marvel the mcu uh homecoming ragnarok black panther infinity war deadpool 2 so yeah i'm really uh getting stacked up on these books now uh i had almost a similar uh kind of thing that happened to you at my local target uh I showed up pretty much first thing when they right open, walked in and they had no display out. Uh, they in their little front section, they didn't have any. I walked to the back, 
it was all empty and I was like, oh man, I had to get to, to court this morning for uh, possible jury duty selection. And so I was like, well, I don't have time to mess with, so I'm going to have to go and then come back. So uh, when I came back a couple hours later, they actually did have the display out and they had, they did have a good amount of the special editions. So I was glad to see that. So I was real happy. I didn't miss that because a few years ago I missed the Milano one. I was really bummed about that. But uh, yeah, this is a really cool edition. If you want to check it out, you can see it on my uh, Instagram at the Zisu. I, I took pictures of it and put it up. Uh, it has lots of really nice photos uh, all around the packaging of the book. Uh, the front has just a grouping of them. The back has that one of uh, Han kind of sitting with his feet up. The poster, if you've seen it, where it says, never tell him the odds. And then uh, inside, there's uh, another shot of them, like in the Falcon cockpit. And then as you fold it out, there's full big pictures of Chewie, Han, and then behind the discs, Kira and Lando. Uh, yeah, so it has the 4K disc, the Blu-ray, and then the Blu-ray bonuses are on its own disc. So I'm guessing it's the same for yours. Yeah, same yeah. thing. Yeah. And then the book for this, it's a 40-page book, and it's pretty cool. Uh, it opens up with a little, uh, like, thank you from Ron Howard and his story of how he came to Star Wars. Obviously, he was in uh, American Graffiti, so he was aware that Star Wars was coming. But he says he saw it twice that day, the opening day. <laughs> so, And it forever uh, influenced his filmmaking going forward, so that's cool. But, yeah, uh, also since then, just throwing it in, uh, checking out the bonus features and stuff. Some really cool ones. Uh, one thing that's really interesting when you compare this to the episode films that have come out, Force Awakens and Last Jedi, and when you compare it Solo and Rogue One, it's interesting how for Force Awakens and Last Jedi, they actually shoot like documentaries like alongside it. Like both those films come with like hour and a half documentaries like on the making of. While Rogue One and Solo, they both do more like short featurettes and they have one on Chewbacca, they have one on L3, one on the train heist, uh, yeah, stuff like that. So they're all really cool though. And then the um, deleted scenes, uh, the one that I'd recommend checking out, even if you aren't picking this up, but you're just, you know, curious. I mean, you're listening to this pod about Star Wars, so you got to be a little curious. Uh, on YouTube, you can actually look up uh, Han Solo Imperial Cadet. Uh, that's a really cool scene. It's, it's, it's probably my pick for scene that should have made the film because I think it, it works better. There's actually They make this joke in the film, if you watch just the standard regular cut of it, where um, he's, the guy, it went over my head in the theater, and I saw it like, five six seven times in the theater but uh when the guy that signs up han to the imperial navy says we'll have you flying in no time and then he guy gets shot through the air they do they do a like a different version of that and i i think the deleted scene works just so much better for that so yeah <laughs> yeah i'll watch everything when i get home uh yeah. that's probably what i'll first before i get to the movie um, but yeah, with these steel books, I mean, Best Buy has been doing good. I think the only one that really sold out really fast was uh, the Rogue One uh, steel book. I, I got right. one of those, so I was lucky because like later that night, um, they were on eBay going for like almost double, triple the price. That's right. Like, yep, that's I'm what I was gonna club. say. I <laughs> looked into that, and yeah, they're going for like a hundred bucks online. I mean, the, it's not even all that. I mean. It, it, the, the picture that's on the cover and the back, I mean, it wasn't even in the movie. So I was kind of like, oh, okay, it's it's really plain. You just got those, um, what were the black troopers called? Death the troopers. Death, death troopers. Yeah. And it was just a blue black, a blue background, and that was it. I was like, this is it? And um, I don't know. I mean, the movie's awesome. Yeah, one of my favorites, both of our favorites yeah. of, of that year. But uh, I mean, they really they put with this with the solo steel book. They really went for it and covered the whole uh, front and back as well as the inside. So uh, it's it's always cool. The picture, I, like I said, I didn't look at the picture on the inside. You got to pull the discs out and you'll be able to see it. But 
Uh, overall, there's the pictures on the discs are cool. Uh, just a lot of words and uh, a, few, a few little pictures in the back. I didn't really uh, stare at those to see uh, what was on them, but uh, it'll be cool. I'm going to go home and watch it as soon as I get my uh, 4K TV and player. Yeah, uh, no doubt. I'll throw it in because they got me last time with uh, Infinity War. Yep. Uh, you mother. Same and- here. Same here. And I guess I guess that's how it's going to be going forward, because just like you, uh, Infinity War was the first 4K in my collection now solo. And now I'm like, I, even just hearing you, yes, I've seen it at the store. That's one thing. But hearing you describe seeing it at Mike's, I was like, oh, man, now you got me thinking about it. And I'm like, man, it's only a matter of time. I, I probably got to jump on that 4K TV train, too. <laughs> um, and uh most likely uh, when Disney finally gets um, all of Fox, they'll uh, be able to put out the um, the original trilogy uh, in 4K. So, I don't know. I'm hoping... Uh, the thing I was reading, I, I wasn't too sure about how true it was, but they were going to put out two, um, two sets. The special edition one and then the regular cuts uh, in 4K or Blu-ray, whichever one. I'm like, well, if that's true... Uh, shit, I'm gonna have to get both of them, <laughs> but, right? Uh, I'm all for it. I mean, we already got the, the whole Blu ray set, uh, boxed. I'm eventually gonna get the uh, steelbook ones, yeah. uh, of the original trilogy. I, I want to get those, mm-hmm. uh, mainly new, new Hope for sure, right? Uh, get the other ones if I get them, I get them, but yeah, I mean, that's it. I mean, Star Wars uh, is we're not getting nothing until next year. Well, yeah, and... that's the thing. Even this is the last Blu ray for a long time because it's 2018 now. We won't see another film in theaters till December 2019. So that means 2020 it would be the next time we get a release. And I was even just talking on uh, my post. I was like, man, I hope you still have physical copies in 2020. <laughs> I think they will. I mean, I don't think they're going to get rid of them. I mean, but you can tell uh, some stores like Best Buy and all that they and they are kind of shrinking down. Oh no, with the uh, with the physical copies because I mean, um, with technology just getting better and better each day, I I see it coming to where there isn't going to be anymore. I know. Uh, You see, you see, CDs are 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 going away. I mean, they're still there, but uh, they're they slowly going um for some reason vinyl came back and everyone's putting stuff out on vinyl which is cool if you're a dj or if you're one uh of those people that just love listening to vinyl i have tons of vinyl Uh, i would like to buy more but i just need to get another um uh turntable and and then i'll be i'll be all about it but yeah man the physical copies of of movies are are slowly eventually they'll be gone but right now i mean we're so um Hopefully, when they do go, the players don't go uh, with it. Um, but most likely, they will because you've seen VHS, uh, you've seen uh, Beta, you've seen uh, the HD players. Right. They're all gone. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, you know the rumor, too, and I think I brought this up on the show, that um, as far as like video game systems go, like PlayStation 5 and the next Xbox, supposedly, uh, their projections that that'll be the last home console, and after that, uh, they're pre- they're predicting that like basically systems, home systems will go away, and it'll basically be like like paying like a monthly service to like subscribe to PlayStation, subscribe to Xbox, almost like the PlayStation Plus or the Xbox Live. And then doing that like gives you access to your library and it's all online. So um I could see definitely see that coming, but I'll yeah, I know both you and me will are gonna miss the uh the physical discs if they stop making them because it's 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 fun to hold it in your hand. It's cool to have that artwork for you the steel books, for me these, you know big fold-out books so yeah uh, speaking of playstation uh, are you gonna pick up that little uh ps1 mini or whatever the hell it's called i really want to i i still i still need to get the uh the super nintendo i got it when it first came out and then i ended up having to sell it right away but uh, i noticed it's actually not 
a problem to get. Like GameStops have them. Uh, my local Target here actually has six of them just sitting there. So they're out there. Uh, but yeah, same thing. This this PlayStation. I'm like, I don't know. Uh, I've always been a PlayStation guy, so I almost feel like yeah, probably should. But uh, I, I want to see. I want. <laughs> I want to see what all games are on. Here. Right. Right. Um, what, what are you hoping no, for? <laughs> I want either Tony Hawk, the first two, three, if possible, yeah. or at least the first one. At least, and uh, the first, the first two Resident Evils, if they throw those. Oh on there. yeah, I think, I'd love to see the I original Resident Evil because I don't know if you remember the way they did that one with the zombies. They're so slow, but then they're like, uh... and it's even more creepy. I remember playing that and being like, oh my god. Like it came on the screen and like it's yeah, so the, the, slow, but it was just so creepy. They're like, uh... my introduction <laughs> to Resident Evil was with the second game. Okay, uh, I went to my mom's house and my brothers were playing it, and they kept screaming. I was like, "What are you guys playing?" Yeah. And then I <laughs> sat there and watched them. I said, "What is?" They were like Resident Evil. I was like, "What the hell is that?" And um. I was like, okay, cool. So I sat there and watched it, and it was it was creepy and it was scary. Probably not now. Not I, now. I haven't yeah. Played, I haven't played any of the new ones. Uh, I'm sure all these new ones look a million times better. Right. But um, and then they were like, oh, this is the second game. Like, that was the one you're in the police station and, and all that. And then they go, the first one's in a mansion. So once once I got a PlayStation, I, I bought the second one. I bought the first one. Uh, three I didn't really care for. Then there was like Codename Veronica for PS2, and then there's been a shit oh, ton yeah. of other ones. A ton. Uh, I really like the first two; those are my two favorites. Um, I got stuck on the first one, and then just kind of never really went back. I finished uh, the second one. I think there was two different endings. I don't know how many more endings there was full, but I know when I finished it the two times, there were two different ones, um, which was cool. So I'm hoping. I, I don't know. Is the list out of what games are going to be on it? Uh, like a partial list. Uh, they haven't announced all the games, but uh, Ridge Racer is one of them. Final Fantasy VII is one of them. Uh, personally, I'm hoping for uh, Parappa, and it would make sense because they've continued to kind of market Parappa, so that's what I'm hoping to see. <laughs> That that was much later, though. I mean, I think they're going to go be shooting more for, for the whatever the f- very start stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, I know they're coming out with a uh, a Nintendo sixty four uh, mini. Right. So That's what's next, huh? Everyone's <laughs> flipping out that. Um, if I did get a Nintendo, it would just be the first one. But um, do they even have those anymore? Yeah, they do. Surprisingly, they both both. The NES and the Super Nintendos are pretty much available at GameStops. Uh, some Targets and Walmarts have them. So uh, they were so hot when they first hit, and they were hard to get. And you had to call around and stand in lines, but uh, they're out there now to be had. So I definitely want to get one of those Super Nintendos before they go away. Um, the only the first one with the Nintendo, the only ones I would want to play are Mario. I mean, do they have the first three games on it? Yep, yep, and the, and the, uh, the original um, that Mario Brothers, the one screen one, like the arcade style one. They have that one uh-huh. too, but they have the is, Super uh, Mario Brothers one, two, and three. Is um, Doctor Mario on there? Yep, yep. Dr. See, I, that's all I would play. I don't know, how yeah. many games were on? <laughs> uh, a good amount. I can't remember now, right off the top of my head, but. I remember it was it was like worth it. It was like one or two dollars a game. It worked out too, so I don't know. We'll see. I know we should supposed to be talking Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, we'll get back to that. But yeah, but um, <laughs> yeah, those all those are all coming. Uh, they're out there. If you have them, uh, you already know. But um, I'm just hoping for Tony Hawk and Resident Evils to be on. Yeah, no doubt on that thing. If it is, then I'll for surely get it. If not, then I'm just, okay. Whatever, I can just deal. Uh, my PS2 still works, and uh, I can still play uh, Tony Hawk on that. Yeah, that's funny um, you said that because I actually have have it uh, PlayStation 2 out and plugged in right now too. I was trying to mess with it, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's on and off <laughs> with its service. It goes back to the beginning when it first hit. So 
<laughs> yep. Well, on forward. Yeah, yeah. What do we got? The Star Wars stuff. Yeah, let's uh, let's do a little uh, what we think of the uh, lightsaber battles. I figured I could probably just just list them out, and then uh, we kind of one by one talk about it, and then give our rankings. I don't know if you ranked it, but then maybe we can talk it out, and you can kind of rank it that way. I got my rankings, but uh, uh, starting with, uh, I'll just list them real quick, and then we'll go back to this. Uh, we got uh, Star Wars: The Original, also known as A New Hope. Uh, Kenobi versus Vader on the Death Star, uh, Empire, uh, Luke versus Vader on Bespin, uh, Return of the Jedi, Luke versus Vader on Death Star 2, uh, Phantom Menace, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan versus Maul in Feed, Attack of the Clones, Yoda versus Dooku, you can throw uh, Anakin Obi-Wan versus Dooku in there if you want to, uh, Revenge of the Sith, Obi versus Anakin on Mustafar. Uh, Force Awakens, Rey versus Kylo on the Star Killers Snowfield. Uh, Last Jedi, Rey versus Kylo versus the Praetorians uh, on Snoke Ship. Rogue One, Vader versus the Rebel Troops above Scarif. Uh, for these last two, obviously, they're not true lightsaber battles, but just throwing them in there so we can quickly discuss them. And uh, the movie of the day, Solo. Uh, no real lightsabers per se, except for uh, malls. But uh, uh, Kira slash Han versus uh, Dryden Voss on Voss's ship. Uh, the little sabers that like uh, Voss has, they look like little sabers. Maul probably gave them. So, anyways, uh, you want to go back straight down the list though? Talk talk these out one by one real quick. Um. I'll just go with my favorite one first, and that's uh, Phantom Menace. Uh, sure. Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon, and Darth Maul. I mean, fucking, that was, to me, the best one ever out of all of them. Because we finally got a, an actual, uh, I don't know if you call him swordsman or whatever, that knew what they, what he was doing. Because right. usually the, these guys were all just trained. Um, and then and maybe the, the guy that was... Um, uh, Count Dooku and, and uh, Attack of the Clones, because you knew that wasn't uh, Christopher Lee, or as even in Revenge of the Sith with um, Palpatine against uh, Windu and and the rest of the the Jedi guys. Right. <laughs> that was also somebody with uh, the CGI uh, face. So I mean, I'm sure those three guys, uh, Ray Park and whoever the other two dudes were, were actual uh, I don't know, fencemen, swordsmen, whatever you want to call it. I mean, I think those are the guys are the ones that were the the real deal. Uh, everyone else was pretty much trained. Um, but seeing like the original Star Wars before they changed it to episode four, New Hope, when it was just Star Wars, seeing that would blew me away. I mean, you watch it now, it's nothing. I mean, they're not right. really doing anything. But when for when Phantom Menace came out, uh, you got that little taste of Qui-Gon and uh, Maul on Tatooine. Yeah. Uh, but they, they wasted time on... Uh, the Queen Amidala ship. Now, why do you need to show that for ten seconds when you can see right. awesome fighting? I mean, they—it's really fast, and, and then you see way, way off. Yeah. I was like, come on, man! They, they should have showed that the whole time. Well, exactly. Why are you showing me the silver ship that we already <laughs> seen already? Right. Um, but the the end what was it the duel of fates or, or yep. whatever that was fucking amazing. Yeah, it looked crappy in front of the um. Uh, the the green screen. It just I, I didn't like the jumping around hella high and this and that and falling, uh, ten stories and being okay. But I think the actual just if you just saw them fighting, uh, I thought all all three of them, um, Liam Neeson, uh, Ray Park and uh, Ewan McGregor, they did such an amazing job with the choreography. Uh, and I'm sure Ray Park probably put it together with the help of whoever else. Uh, choreographed the whole thing, but I think my favorite part in that fight is when it was uh, Obi Wan and Maul yep. uh, after the de- after the death of Qui Gon. I mean, that was just so awesome. Right, uh, Ray Park's moves were just so smooth, and you finally got to see someone actually knew what they were doing, and, and it was awesome because we had we had Star Wars, we had Empire, we had Jedi. Um, yes. Um, Dave Prowse got better by Return of the Jedi, 
Um, but oh my God, I mean, Darth Maul, Ray Park, he's awesome. If you go to conventions, sometimes he does. If you hand him a, a lightsaber, he'll he'll do it. You can watch oh, YouTube yeah. and there's a million no videos. Yeah. Um, and it's amazing. I can't wait to see what he's gonna do. If it's a big if, if we get I another hope, solo yeah. movie. Uh, um, but if you watch, if you follow him on Instagram, you see him training and training. I think there is one coming because he's getting ready. You see his, his sure workout so. videos him with with the regular swords you see him with lightsabers getting ready and uh i'm hoping if they do make that other movie fingers crossed um they really give us a longer uh lightsaber scene i don't know who it would be with but um it, it would be awesome to see so um but yeah my, my my favorite out of every every movie we've had so far has been uh phantom menace and um I didn't really care for Attack of the Clones. That was, it was okay. I mean, it was mainly CGI. Uh, with it was cool seeing Yoda flipping and flying around, but that was all just uh, CGI. Even if you go into Revenge of the Sith, when uh, the Emperor and Yoda are fighting, awesome again, but another CGI fest, flipping and flopping. Um, but yeah, my number one favorite out of everything has been uh, the Phantom Menace. Yeah, uh, that one's really special to me, too. Uh, I have it ranked third on my list. Uh, one funny note I have for you on that is you talked about the uh, when it goes right to the uh, the Obi-Wan mall and when the field comes down and he comes in and uh, and, you know, they're just going so fast. If you can believe it or not uh in that year in 99 when that film came out uh i don't know if you ever saw joel's old place out in golden valley tamra but out there <laughs> we had those like lightsabers that came out at the time the the electronic uh, mall and then the obi-wan and the qui-gon ones and we did the choreography on that scene like we nailed it like if only we would have had uh, it on video. I really wish we did. We did it just for the hell of it, just for fun of it. But we really did nail all the like fast choreography. So much so we would like the 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 blades on those sabers would snap and break, and we'd have to return it and be like, "This is defective," and get another one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I was to put it in like. Phantom Menace being first, I think uh, Attack of the Clones would be uh, dead last because even when you got uh, Obi Wan and um, Hayden Christensen and uh, Christopher Lee fighting, it was they didn't wasn't much. They didn't really do anything. Um, it was like kind of weak, and um, I think my next would there would be above that Attack of the Clones one would be back to the original Star Wars. Um, Alec Guinness and Dave Prowse when they're the, when they first meet uh, on the Death Star. Yeah. It was it was it's a classic scene, classic and two classic. But it's it's nothing right. It's I know. just <laughs> it's just almost yeah, touching look at now. It. If you look at it now compared to what we've seen, it's almost just like touch, touch, touch. But yeah. it, it, it's it's got to get it's got to be so high up on the list. It's it's fourth on my list. It gets that that just that uh, love for that. It's Obi Wan. It's Vader. Uh, the dialogue that you get, you know, we meet again at last. You know, when I left you, I was but the learner. Now I am the master. Only a I master mean, it, of it, evil, Darth. <laughs> it was like just. It, it was. It wasn't nothing. I mean, yeah, it was nineteen seventy seven, probably seventy six when they filmed it, but. It was nothing, and right. then when they said, uh, "When we met the last time, I was but the learner, but now I am the master." Yeah, and you flash forward to Revenge of the Sith. That fight that they had was fucking awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they did such good choreography in that as well. I mean I think one of the my favorite moves in that during that fight is when they were standing on the table, uh, Obi Wan, and uh, he was Darth Vader then. Uh, and that little behind the back move they kept doing, like yeah, actually yeah. kind of making circles and then, yeah. and then clap. I mean that was awesome. They did so so good with that. I mean even if you, uh, the the very first time their blades touch uh, during that scene when um, you see Darth Vader come flipping over as soon as he lands in front of Obi Wan, it's just boom 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 boom. 
right after another, and they just go into it. I mean, it, it was another big uh, green screen uh, spectacular, but um, just concentrating on their sword fighting. I mean, I think it was amazing, and I would probably put that uh, in my number two, uh, actually, with two uh, lightsabers dueling. Um, Rogue One was amazing, that Darth Vader scene at the end, yeah. but it was, I wouldn't consider it a... Um, a fight. I mean, he wasn't yeah. fighting anybody with, with a, a lightsaber. Exactly. It was just his, him. Just it was to get awesome. Rogue One he in there. <laughs> destroyed everybody in it. And even if you go with uh, Han Solo, man, eh, nothing really happened. I mean, yeah, if you even, look at that um, fight, I just watched Solo again, obviously, today with the Blu-ray coming out. And oh my God, I, I, I don't know. I just seeing it in theaters, like just seeing it at home, the Dryden Voss Kira fight is insanely short. It may be thirty seconds, maybe. It's 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 really nothing. So it's hard to give that one any credit. Actually, the Kira Dryden Voss uh, comes in at ten. That comes in dead last in the countdown for me. So I wouldn't even put it on the list because there was they weren't really lights. Yeah, so it was I just would... kind of cheating to try to get solo in the discussion. <laughs> nah, I, I, I'd leave that movie. This wouldn't even be on my list, or not even thinking about right. it. Right. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, I'd say Phantom Menace, then Revenge of the Sith, and then I, after that, I would go Empire. Yeah. Uh, Luke Skywalker finally meeting, uh, going up against Darth Vader. That's my number um, two. They did, they did a little bit better in Jedi, yep. uh, choreography wise, but seeing them for the first time, um. Uh, when we seen it, we didn't know it was father and son. Right, right. right. We find out. We find out later on. Well, I, I guess I knew because I, I, the book came out. Before, oh, that's right. And, I remember you that story, <laughs> and I read it. <laughs> uh, but just seeing that for the first, even even now watching it, I mean, it's not the the moves aren't the greatest, but I thought the no green screen, none, none of that crap. It was just all the awesome background, seeing their silhouettes right. when they're standing there, or just seeing Darth Vader. Uh, when he walks in there, you, you, all you see is um, uh, a black shape. You can't see no, no nothing, no features on so him. So cool. But you just see the lights, yeah. the light flashing on, on his chest. And when uh, when they finally get up there, and when they're both standing there, you see the silhouettes of them. Luke has his hands on his on his uh, on his hips, like yeah. all, right, all right, I'm here. Let's do this. And Luke just pulls out his lightsabers, just comes really quick. But Vader's was just super slow yeah i was like oh my god that was awesome um you know my favorite part you know my favorite part of that whole fight though and i don't know if it might be yours too uh but is at when it has that pause and then he's kind of like searching around for him and then all of a sudden he bursts out and when he bursts out and the breathing gets heavy like he'd been holding his breath like to disguise himself he's all And then he's like smashing down on him. That's why that one gets such high marks for me. And then obviously it's the classic of it's Empire, so has to be up there, number two on my list. <laughs> and after after Empire, I mean that whole scene was awesome. Yeah, I, the whole about the whole thing is my favorite and meaningful I could, too. I mean, I could obviously pick a favorite part out of that out of that, but um, I think next I would go. <laughs> Well, let me hit you with my number one, because I think it might surprise you. Um, It surprised me how much I loved it, how much I enjoyed it, how much I find it rewatchable even now. I just love how raw it is. uh, And I just love the way it looks. I love the effects of it. I'm going with uh, Force Awakens, Rey versus Kylo in the Starkiller snowfield. Uh, I just love the way it looks, the way it's snowing and the way things are glowing the blue and the the red and and after uh, kylo's taken out finn and you're riding off that because they didn't advertise obviously anything that was going to be ray and my guess personally was like i thought that's when luke was going to show up as the saber as that split second passed in the theater and the saber was flying through the air i thought we were going to see luke so when it was ray like i don't know maybe that's me being naive but i i i was stunned as kylo like i was like whoa and i was like okay wow that's where they're going like they really did get me like they got me with all the 
the promotional stuff where it was all thin with the lightsaber and everything. But then once Ray and, and Kylo get going, just the way it's so raw and they're, they're not masters and the way they're just swinging and the way things get cut. And I just love everything about that. So that's, that might surprise a lot of people, but that's my number one favorite lightsaber fight in star Wars. I'd be, that's like the bottom of my list. I mean, really? I the last jet. Last Jedi would be before that. Wow. Um, I love that, that fight. <laughs> well, after Empire, I would go Jedi. Um, they just looked awesome. Uh, Luke in all black, Vader in black, uh, Luke's green lightsaber. Uh, we finally, we, we see that because he had to make a new one uh, after losing uh, the his Darth Vader, his dad's lightsaber that he had from Obi-Wan. Um, I just thought it looked cool. Uh, the choreography was just a little bit better, but still wasn't uh, nothing. I mean, I think my favorite scene in that is when Luke finally uh, just gets like really pissed after uh, Vader says he's going to get Leia to join. And then right. he just going off and just oh. no, kind of, no kind of style. No, yeah. nothing. He's just swinging. That's he's raw, too. Mad. That's raw, too. <laughs> he knocks him down and then he's just uh, like he's just hitting him with a stick and then slices his hand off. And I was like, oh, my God, We're like, who who is this? I mean, Luke had that anger in him. I mean, and Yoda and Ben knew it. And it, it just came out because he's like, no way you're not yeah. getting my sister. <laughs> so, I mean, I thought that had a lot more meaning. But if you go to Force Awakens and with that whole scene, I thought the, the Kylo and um, Finn was a little bit better. Only because uh, Finn was already trained to be uh, a, a stormtrooper, and with those new little uh, whatever those things were uh, that the the stormtroopers had. Oh yeah, because uh, even right. you go back to that scene where uh, Finn was fighting them, because when uh, he's like, I, "I need a weapon," yeah. and then Maz you goes, "You have one." <laughs> he turns on the lightsaber. I mean, that was even awesome, and he he was kicking ass there. So I thought. I mean, because you already think, I mean, you think um, Kylo would know what's going on. I mean, he, well, he'd be like, okay, I'm, I'm a little bit better. He didn't he didn't know shit. Right. I mean, even, and I even, love that um, about it. I love that he doesn't. And I love that it's raw and they're kind of untrained. But, you know, even Ray, it's not like she's unfamiliar with hand-to-hand combat. They established that at the beginning of the film with her taking on those uh, Unkar's guards when they try to come and steal BB-8. She's smacking them with the stick and even Finn. So, I don't know. I, I just And I just love the way it looks, like the sabers against the snow. I just thought the Finn-Kylo part right before she jumped into the mix yeah, uh, was a little bit better. I mean, it ended better. I mean, the slice of... Uh, or uh, a fin and then he gets he gets dropped. I thought that was cool, but um, yeah, the Kylo and and Ray would be like way at the bottom of my list. Oh wow, uh, yeah. And uh, I would put uh, after um, okay, I went Jedi, then I went with uh, I, I'm gonna throw this in there with uh, Kylo and and uh, Finn and Force Awakens, and under that, after that, I would go um, uh, Last Jedi uh, when Kylo and and Ray were going up against the Praetorian guards. I mean, I thought that was fucking awesome. Yeah. I can watch that scene over and over and over. No doubt. Uh, props to whoever did it on YouTube and just cut out all the in-between stuff and just made it one long scene of just them fighting the whole time. Uh, awesome job. Uh, I don't know if it's still on YouTube. It might be taken down by now. But um, that was awesome. I mean, they, they were still a little bit rough and raw on the edges, but they knew what they were doing. I mean, just... Uh, Fucking, you see heads getting cut off. Right. You see lightsabers <laughs> going through heads and all that, man. I thought that was amazing. Um, what are, what else is there after that? I mean, the see, only I thing, that- the only thing with that scene that I wanted to comment on that's kind of funny is, damn, the port- the Praetorians just failed their one and only job. Like, what are they thinking now? Like, they spring into action right after Snoke's gone. Like. You, wouldn't you almost think they'd be like, well, we love the scene. We love the scene. But I'm just saying, wouldn't you think they'd be like, oh, guess we got to fall in line now. Uh, Supreme Leader Kylo, right? It's kind of funny that they were like. But then there would have been no scene. Right. There would have been to... no scene. 
That's exactly. They had to. They, they, they had, had to. to and, and Snoke can't be alive because you already know he's got some power to establish that. He's got the Force lightning. So you can't have him sitting there watching them fight because he's. Nah. He, he, even though he never really got a chance to show it, he was the leader of the dark side while he was alive. So he was a supreme power. So you couldn't have him alive watching them fight the Praetorians. <laughs> I thought that was a waste of a character with him because he was so mysterious and everything right. and evil looking in, in Force Awakens. And then we get him with this. He's some little wrinkled up man in, in a gold uh, cloak. And I was just like, I do really? love Andy Serkis's performance, though. We we talked oh, about yeah. this on the on the Last Jedi pod. I it's one of my favorite thought, performances. Is I just love every little bit of dialogue he has. So I thought Ryan Johnson just ruined no, it. No, I mean, he did not at all. I, I don't think they're going to give him his trilogy now. I think they. I, I think they will. I think they're. Well, you know what? It's funny you say that. Because uh, <laughs> it's funny you say that because uh, we I want to talk about this on the main show again, too. So we probably shouldn't get too deep into it. But uh, supposedly at some Disney shareholders call, uh, they said they're like slowing down on Star Wars. The next one is obviously 2009. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's obviously sounds like bad news for any solo uh thing but they did have the the ryan johnson trilogy planned and they had a uh, trilogy they were giving to uh, benioff and weiss once they're done with thrones so uh they do have plans and it makes you wonder like okay are they like stopping that but i know there was supposed to be a fet movie and then a uh, obi-wan movie like it sounds like that's at least stalled for now and it's just too bad because i don't know you, we wouldn't be doing this pod if we didn't love, love, love Star Wars. And I always say Star Wars is one of the three most important things to me. Family, friends, Warriors basketball, and Star Wars and collecting in one. So, oh, I, mean, I loved The Last Jedi, but he just, he just, he fucked it all up. No, that's no, why no. They, he didn't. That's why they had he to didn't. get I, I'll actually, I'll actually come back on you on that. That he, they had I think to get he, I think JJ he, to come he, back. He cleared the slate. He showed whatever the whole like meaning of that movie is you don't have to be of royalty and you don't have to be like a Skywalker or something to be important. So I really liked what they did with that. They already explained that in Jet and Force Awakens, though. I mean, they JJ left the open for, okay, here's this new awesome character. And then we get Last Jedi and that awesome character didn't do anything. They had to bring JJ back. To like, because he said he wasn't. This is the only one I'm doing. Yeah. I'm not gonna do anymore. I know. And then they, 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 hey man, they broke out the checkbook. We need you back. Right. This guy, <laughs> fucked, this guy fucked it up. No. We need you back. <laughs> and I mean, and no one can talk shit about Ron Howard. He did what he could. He came in like I don't know how much they shot. I don't know if we'll ever see this Lord Miller deal. But no. It's funny he, he, because they really don't touch on that on the special features, but they do. There is a roundtable with Ron Howard in the cast, and it's funny how they kind of dance around it. One time, Alden Emmerich says, "Like, oh, um, I remember it was your first day after the hiatus," and it was like, "Oh, that's interesting." How they like they really never mention them, even though they Lord and Miller do get. Uh, producer credits obviously uh, on on solo so yeah because i don't think they reshot the whole film i don't think they had time you when you when you do something big production like this they like hey this is the time thing and then yes they had to kill time to find another director but um i don't know i mean no one's really said that ron howard started all over and this is what we got i think that you they might have used some of it I don't know how much I might be talking out of my ass. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if we'll ever know. I think I, mean, I think you're on the right track. I think they had to do a good amount because from what I heard, one of the reasons that Lord and Miller got let go is because they were being a little too loose with it, a little too wild with it, which I don't know. Like, I, I think that was originally when they started these Star Wars, the uh, Star Wars stories, they were supposed to be 
kind of loose, tell whatever story you want. But then when you're dealing with classic characters like a solo, it's kind of hard to not do it the way, you know, like they're trying to live up to that character. And honestly, I think they did. I What was solo? Yeah. I don't think so because that's not that's not the solo we knew. Yeah, but I mean there's no the only other way you could do that is to like I don't know, like have like Harrison Ford come back and basically like voice like a digital younger version like they do on the Marvel movies now with younger uh, Sam Jackson and younger Tony Stark and stuff like that. They could have done it that way, I guess. And but even then, like Harrison Ford's voice, even would have to be modified. It would have been so he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have done. That. Yeah, I mean, that would have been, been such a, a, a like a, a process to do that. I mean, the guy, the the what what the hell's his name? I mean, he he was fine. I mean, it wasn't he he didn't write he didn't write the script. He just read and did what he was supposed to do. He was fine. Um, I just didn't think that he wasn't the Han that we knew. He was a little like a soft. Uh, he wasn't ice cream, man. He was fucking uh, frozen yogurt. I, mean, I know, but but the thing is, thing. there's a line in the movie that actually says everything you need to know about the character, and that whatever he's like, I'm an outlaw, and she's like, she's like, I'm the only person that knows who you are. You're the good guy. And when you think about it, that's actually what they do establish him as in New Hope. Like he's. He's playing that outlaw role, but he does care when it matters the most. When Luke's about to be blowing up, he shows up just in time, you know? So, I don't know. He's that guy that he tells you he doesn't care, but he probably cares the most. No, fuck that. We want the guy that shot first. That's And he did. He did. He did with Beckett. We didn't get it. He did. We didn't get it. With Beckett. No, we did it. We didn't get it. You know how soft he was compared to how hard he was in Star Wars, Empire, and Jedi. He shot first though with Beckett. They do no, establish no, that. No, he was a little. He was a little soft serve. Uh, <laughs> in the, I, I, I love the movie. It, it, it's going to be on my list, and unless something knocks it out, because right now it's getting towards the bottom. No way. So many awesome movies. Um, but no way. I love it. I, I, I no man. I just I didn't. I couldn't buy it from from uh, from from what they did in Solo. I Man, I loved it. It was Star Wars and everything. And uh, I'm not going to blame Ron Howard. He did what he could do uh, with the little time that he had and the script that he. Had. I don't think he wrote it, but right. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. But fuck, I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. I know it's gonna. It really slowed uh, the role. I mean. The movies did good. I don't know what they want. I don't know. Yeah. What, I, I know it, it, it's all money. I don't know what they want. They want each one to make each film to be jillion dollar blockbusters. It was a blockbuster. It was. And that's the funny thing. That's the funny thing. It made a hundred mil opening weekend. And they were like, oh, it only made a hundred mil. That's nuts. No comedy like, this what? year has made a hundred mil. <laughs> like well, what do you want i don't know what they want yeah i, mean, I know that's everybody wants their pockets fat but i'm like what the fuck do you guys want I right mean, and everybody was at every time i saw in the theater that it was it wasn't packed just packed the, the first couple times i saw it yeah and but i don't know what they want i mean well, that's the problem what happened was their first film force awakens made like two billion dollars so it was amazing and whatever, like I have such fond memories of just the whole lead up to the release of that and with Jay dressing up as Ray and going down to San Francisco and stuff. So I, I, I don't know. Force Awakens has, has a real special place in my heart as a longtime Star Wars fan. It just hit at, at, at such a great moment for me. But uh, I think for as far as their precedent, like. I know Rogue One, it's funny, Rogue One did about the same as Solo. Rogue One did about 100, and they were like, oh, okay. And then it was weird. Last Jedi did do more, but then it had that weird, it was like, critics loved it. And honestly, I feel like if you talk to most Star Wars fans, they actually did like Last Jedi, but then just that, like, the real vocal minority really spoke up. And then there was that whole toxic 
online campaign against it. And I know we just we just talked about the Last Jedi Fallout, but I will. I love that film, and I love Ryan Johnson. He's one of my favorite directors. I love Bricks, so uh, I, don't know. I really want to see what he does with his own little corner of the Star Wars universe. And uh, I've been reading some articles, and people are, you know probably who feel like me they think they think that uh, that may be just the thing he needs because he won't be like stepping on anybody's foot because people i the number one accusation i hear is people didn't like the way he dealt with luke skywalker in last jedi but if you give him his own star wars universe it's all fresh new characters so there's no like toes to step on I don't know. I thought he fucked it all up. No, no. Well, like uh, ruined, before we get too ruined far away from it, uh, you want to <laughs> just rank your, uh, give your rank of the lightsaber fights? Hey, your personal rank? I, I thought I did. You did, <laughs> but just so everybody has it. <laughs> uh, fucking Phantom Menace. Uh, fuck, I don't even remember what I said now. Um, Did I go Empire? Yeah. You want me to give it real quick? No, 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 no. Quick? Uh, Phantom Menace, Revenge of the Sith, Empire, Jedi. Um, the first had the first uh, battle with uh, uh, Kylo and uh, what's his nuts, Finn. Uh, then I would go Last Jedi. Then um, Star Wars <laughs> original. Uh, then after that, then Force Awakens with Rey and Kylo, and then uh, whatchamacallit, the Attack of the Clones would be dead last. Okay. Uh, I think that's all. Is that Yeah. Well, here. I'll just, I'll just read the list that I, I wrote off. I want, I'm going fights. I'm not doing the Rogue One or okay. whatever happened. Well, for me, those are at the end of my list anyway. Um, I got... Number one, uh, Ray versus Kylo, Force Awakens. Two, Empire, Luke versus Vader. Three, Phantom Menace, Qui Gon, Obi Wan, Maul. Uh, four, Kenobi, Vader, uh, original Star Wars. Uh, five, Revenge of the Sith, Obi, Anakin, Mustafar. Everything you were saying about that. Uh, six, Last Jedi, Ray, Kylo versus the Praetorians. Seven, Attack of the Clones, Yoda, Dooku. I think I think a little higher of it. I think just for me, um, I wasn't expecting that too. And I love when Star Wars has been able to do that. And that's one of those moments. I didn't think they were going to do that. I never thought they were going to show Yoda with a lightsaber. So that when he sits there and then the lightsaber flies from his hip to his hand, I was like, whoa, like, it it really surprised me, and I love when Star Wars is able to do that. So, but still, that being said, it's it's seven on my list. Uh, I wait, uh, but hold on, real quick. Yeah, yeah. I would put um, uh, the the Emperor and Yoda right before, um, Attack of the Clones. Right. I'm going fights. I'm I'm not doing movie, movie, movie because there's you can't do that. You can't. There's there's been a few different. Oh fuck! Wait a minute. Uh, before Emperor and Yoda, I would put um. Uh, Mace Windu and um, the Emperor and, and all the, the, the Jedi Council before uh, the Emperor and Yoda and then Attack of the Clones. That whole, I didn't like any of that in that one. It was too CGI. Yeah, that 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 was only upsetting to me. Like, like this is, I, I have very few problems with Star Wars. I'm a Star Wars defender. If that's not clear by now, listening to this pod. But uh, one of the things that's always bugged me since that came out was was that part and it's because i'm so into the rest of it the collecting and the animation and stuff like that you set up these jedi you set up characters like kit fisto so say tin and stuff and you make them awesome and then basically you have them stand there and the emperor does a little whirlwind at them and then just like slices and knocks knocks them all out kit and and Sasei and and east cross just like fall down i get he's like the top of the top the 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 dark supreme you know i get that but uh like the way they made it look it was just so disappointing the way it looks like they just fall over and uh that always bugged me ever since i it first came out <laughs> like none of them had a chance to swing right <laughs> 
Yeah. It's like boom, 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 done. And then now it's on to Windu and uh, uh, Palpatine. Honestly, but... I would have preferred if he would have thrown his saber out there and then been like, cut, cut, cut. Even That would have been a little more like, oh, wow, they weren't expecting that. But for him to flip out there and then just do one slice, I was like, these are supposed to be Jedi. <laughs> Come on. And, like, the way they built them up in the animation and the comics and everything, like, for them just go down like that, I was like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, you got these fucking, what was there, five, five of them there? Five or four? I think five. Four. Yeah, no, four. four. Yeah, four, four. Yeah. four fucking masters, and this guy just ran through three of them hella quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two of them fall down right away. Sasei Tin, who they built up as a really tough, Jedi Master and East Koth, they fall down like right away. And then, like, I think Kit Fisto gets in like one block and then he goes down. So it was like, come on. <laughs> I know you want to get to Mace one on one, but they could have done that a little better. Man, they, they did what they do, man. That That's Lucas. Uh, he, yeah, that, yeah. Nothing, nothing it's... to say bad against him ever, but uh, yeah. if it wasn't for him, we'd never have any of this. But right, right. I, I think he <laughs> exactly. was more with those prequels. Was more of just I want to show you the background, right? And, all the... and it's funny. He's not like he really cares about Kiss Visto and Sasatin. I know from his point of view, he's just like, yeah, let's get some Master Jedi. And in his mind, just like, yeah, the Emperor's awesome like he should be able to just cut these guys down but that's like the fault i guess of just the machine of star wars like building those guys up to be so cool <laughs> yeah i mean that that's what they do i mean you you come with books you come with comic books yeah. you, you come with animated stuff i mean the clone wars uh cartoon uh network series exactly uh, not that, not that new one the ones that were only like five minutes long yep i oh. love those and there's an awesome Kit one in that one. Yeah. Yeah. When he's fighting the water. Yeah. Or fucking uh, the, the scene with um uh, Mace Windu when they were in the snow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he takes all that with the, the I think, well, I can't remember what those droids were called, but fuck, man, that was awesome. Those, I mean, if we're, if we're going to throw those lightsaber duels into that, I think the Mace oh, Windu yeah. it's robots funny. Were, were the best one. Well, I think that to me, it was the best one out of Damn. all the anime. I couldn't really go into Clone Wars or Rebels because Clone I'm, Wars and Rebels. Yeah, I'm so far behind those. But I think out of the regular animated, not the CGI stuff. I mean, I think uh, Mace Windu one to me, and, and if I had to put that, would be the top one out of the animated stuff. Right. And I know you weren't a fan, but I loved the final Obi Wan Maul showdown. How he's just a stare down and then a slice. Like, yes, it's nothing, but. I don't know. It's just you feel the weight of the past with those two characters. And I thought it was really cool the way they did it. Uh, that being said, one you might like more is they do fight fast again in Clone Wars. So um, that's still on Netflix, too, by the way, if you ever uh, feel like getting that. into that. <laughs> I mean, the thing that I mean, it, I understand what they were trying to do with that scene, their final scene. But fuck, come on, give us something. Not just one slice boom over with. Yeah. I mean, you you had this character build up to being the fuck one of the, the baddest fucks out there in the universe in the galaxy and it's just, no. Yeah. Well it's funny like, it's funny really... too that you mentioned that. Like it's interesting like to see what they may have done or hopefully they do with Maul and this whole Crimson Dawn thing. Because they do kind of establish that in Clone Wars with him his whole confrontation and trying to take over the Mandalorian culture. So uh it's interesting like what they were trying to do. And then obviously they resolved his story in, in Rebels. But if they if I'm gonna have a choice of uh directors for uh if it's not Maul or um uh, solo, whatever it's it's obviously a solo film. Uh I want what's his name to direct it and and I want it to be fucking badass because we've seen what he's done uh, with his action films and Gareth Evans. Oh think, yeah. If Did you, you want hear fucking... No Raid Three? Yeah, that I mean, sucks. 
<laughs> well, yeah, whatever. I mean, I don't think you can really go anymore with that story. You're just dragging it out. Uh, right. uh, but hmm, I'd rather have someone like him that, that does action. Stop giving us these guys that that don't do action. Because I want this next solo one to be action. You can't fucking have Darth Maul in it and not do shit. It, I mean, he's got to yeah. do something. You got to show him that, that that climb. And you got to have his Crimson Dawn. I mean, the fucking name sounds fucking uh, ruthless. You, you right. got to do something with it. Don't fucking just give it to some big time director and fucking nothing. Look yeah. at Last Jet. That's what we got. Fucking, we need someone that knows how knows action. I love JJ. I'm coming back. He has made a bunch of awesome movies. She done awesome with the Star Trek. We already seen what he did with um Force Awakens, which was awesome. Uh, you seen what he's done with the Mission Impossible films? I mean, I'm, I don't. I have faith in him uh, to make it good. And I don't know if this is gonna wrap up the whole characters that we know, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But if, if they get this new. Uh, solo film, or even if we get a Boba Fett film, give us that's what I was gonna action, say. That's what I was gonna say. Action director, yeah. don't give us these fucking ones that just made Steel Magnolias. Give us someone yeah. that knows. <laughs> we need fucking Boba Fett to be awesome. Right. He's got to fuck. He's got to know martial arts. He's got to fucking yep. just kill every motherfucker that gets in his way. We want that. Yeah, I we, was just thinking want... based on everything you were just saying that would actually be the perfect follow up to Solo. Because of everything I just said with Maul kind of taking over Mandalorian culture, that'd be the perfect setup for, like, Fett to get involved. Like, hey, I'm, like, the prime clone of, like, you know, the dude that defined Mandalore, <laughs> Django. Yeah, so. we, need, we need that. We, if you want to make uh, Star Wars great again, I mean, it's always going to be great no matter what, but if you want to bring everyone that was ready to fucking lynch, uh, burn down the castle because of the last <laughs> couple of movies we had, get someone that knows action. Right, uh, right. If you want to make Boba Fett R, which they probably won't. They won't, the but parents, I'd love it. All the parents <laughs> would go nuts. Um, I mean, they got to do something. They got to make it the action more. You got to yeah. get people. There'll always be people in the seats, but you want people filling each show Yeah. because how awesome it is. You You need to bring that back. I mean, I think everyone's just like, oh, Disney, get a hold of it. And then we were all not with it at first. But now that we've seen what they did and Last Jedi and, and Solo are like, oh, everyone, they fucking everyone's like ready to give up on Star Wars. We'll never no. give up. We'll, we'll still go see them. But the trying to get Last Jedi out of the whole candid and Solo just saying everyone's saying it was this horrible movie. No, they got to do something. They got to do something to bring everyone back. You know what they need to do? You know what they need to do? Um, And it goes back to what we were just saying on how like Force Awakens made like two bill. So it set this precedent. They need to actually like step back and not throw tons of money at each Star Wars film and do some smaller stuff. Like go ahead and do like a hard action fet. But, like, don't maybe don't throw like a huge budget at it and don't like fill it with like stars. Like, that's one of the things, uh, just going back on solo right here. It's uh, funny, everybody loved Val and Rio, and then it sucked to lose them. But it was like, why, why are you going to cast John Favreau and Thandie Newton in these like as these awesome characters and then just wipe them out? Like, Go ahead and take a step back and maybe cast a film with like unknowns. And if you're gonna have the Fet, like uh, I don't know, you think they would uh, just for the 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 cool factor? You think they'd uh, hire uh, the kid that played him in uh, Attack of the Clones, Daniel Logan? I don't think so. I think they're gonna go more with some martial arts person. Yeah. I saw, would have I saw a photo. Uh, I think we had talked about this on the show too. I saw a photo. Somebody. Uh, did a, a Photoshop. They did a Taika Waititi. And I was like, I don't know. That'd be like a funny set. Like, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know. We need to wrap this up, everyone. Yeah, but before yeah, yeah. we go, before we go, if they if you want to fit, leave your helmet on. Don't take it off. Right. Nobody wants to see your face. Right, right. Everybody wants to see you just be badass. Exactly. 
I you've mean, got we it. really, we all think he's badass, but we never really saw him do anything. <laughs> right, right. But the, other than he looks awesome, and then all the comics and the, the expanded universe, which is not canon anymore. But I don't know. I mean, I find some martial arts guy. Get the fucking dude that's in the raid. Have him be both. Yeah. Back. Oh, that. Uh, maybe not. Maybe not him. Uh, talk because his English is kind of broken. Um, just do get someone get uh, Gerard Butler to have a, someone with a deep voice. Yeah. Uh, to do it. I don't know somebody, but I don't or, know. Or uh, everyone the Tamira Morrison, the guy that played uh, Django. Yeah, bring him back for the voice. I mean, yeah. uh, his voice his voice is kind of high though. That's the thing. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, everyone, uh, we got to get out of here. Yeah, yeah, long, long chat, but great chat. I always love talking stars with you, Nez. So hope you enjoyed it, and uh, hopefully we can come back again, do it soon, find another reason to talk about Star Wars because it's almost so much, always so much fun, and uh, love it, and happy Star Wars Solo Day, and uh, may the force be with you.